Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. This is Let's Talk Entertainment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Now, without further ado, the host of the show, Isaac Amons. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Entertainment. I hope you guys really enjoyed last week's episode with Nolan Gunther. Huge thanks to Nolan for coming on the show. Really enjoyed our conversation. This week, we have another great episode for you, another great interview. We got Katie Thompson podcaster music producer artist musician it's it's gonna be phenomenal we just sit and talk all music so we're gonna dive right on in hey katie thanks for coming on the show isaac thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it yeah it's a pleasure to have you uh we're just gonna sit and talk um read through your profile we've talked a little bit um can you give our listeners just a little bit of background about yourself Sure, sure. So I'm a singer, songwriter, uh, producer, instrumentalist from uh, Central Ohio area, but I moved to uh, Nashville in 2018, spent my time there for about a year and a half, and then I've been kind of back and forth ever since COVID, really. Um, So I am the co-founder of Music on the Move Studios, which is an all-female-led company out of Nashville. We put on monthly webinars and monthly sh- or uh, yeah monthly showcases at city winery in nashville which is a really awesome venue and they have venues all across the the u.s uh, we also do virtual online lessons and we also have a podcast uh, called paradox jukebox that i host so when i'm not spending all of my time working for a music on the move i'm typically um, performing and I have a band called the Lucky Penny Sisters and it's with my sister. We've been singing and performing together for the last 20 years in and out of different bands. Um, we both es- essentially we became professional musicians when we were in our teenage years because we had a band called the Rip City Rockers that actually toured all over Central Ohio and we also hit uh, Michigan at 1.2. Uh, we did a Toys for Tots benefit up there and it was really cool. Um, but yeah, so I've just been a musician pretty much my whole life. This is all I know. That's awesome. That's really exciting. Um, I feel like you'll have some good stuff to share with our listeners. So really excited to talk to you about this, um, and just talk about your past and what the future holds possibly. And so, yeah, we'll just dive right on in. Sounds good. Awesome. Uh, so you said you're from Ohio, which is a very, very cool state because, I'm also, I was born in Ohio. Oh, get Uh, out. (laughs) Yeah. I was born in Warren, Ohio. Nice. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I've always had a special place in my heart for Ohio. I was adopted when I was nine months old, so I don't really remember Ohio, but we go up there every once in a while though. I do concerts up there sometimes and yeah, I love Ohio. (laughs) It's awesome. So yeah, you're from Ohio. Uh, what, What was the move like? down to Nashville how what was your thought process to that so 
it was scary. I'll tell you that it was it was really scary. I'd never done anything like that, you know, moving to a city where I didn't have any friends or any super close family. Um, so I had, you know, maybe like one or two people down in Nashville, but you know, everybody's touring and busy down there. So uh, when I made that move, I, I made the decision to go there because the year before in 2017, I went to a songwriters retreat hosted by the one and only Judy Stakey. And uh, for your listeners, if you don't know who Judy is, she is like a 30 year publishing veteran in the music business. She used to work for Warner Chapel Creative and pretty much like, you know, led their their A&R and developed writers like Cheryl Crow, Gavin DeGraw, Joy Williams. She's worked with, I mean, Katy Perry, lots of lots of big names. And so she now puts on writers retreats and helps songwriters get to that next level. So when I was down there in Nashville, um, I met up with a bunch of people at this retreat, made some really good friends. And one of my uh, co-writers ended up reaching out to me like a couple of months later and said, hey, come January of 2018, I need a roommate do you want to come down? Cause I had been kicking it around and thinking about it. So the opportunity presented itself and I moved in with Jenny Teeter and she's still a very good friend of mine. She plays all the time down in Nashville. She's a blues rock artist. And um, so through Jenny, I ended up meeting a lot of other musicians like Meg Williams. And then eventually Meg introduced me to Aaron McClendon, who is the founder and president of music on the move. And through you know through the the shutdown and stuff Aaron and I merged our our lesson companies together so that's that's kind of how I got connected with her but getting down to Nashville I would say like you know like I said it was pretty scary um but I I fell in with a really good group of people and I made some very very amazing friendships and for anybody who's thinking about making that move I would say this like make a few trips down there start getting you know your feet wet in the scene and start making connections and friendships so that by the time you decide to move you've actually got a network of people to fall back on and you don't have to just go there and be completely alone and not really know what you're doing it just it really helps to make the connections first and then make the move yeah i think connections are super important uh even in non-musical ways um people have connections all over the world um, so, yeah, I think that's really important. It's great to hear uh, that you just immediately dove into it and didn't really hold back. Um, I think that's very important because most of the time, excuse me, most of the time when you uh, have something like this and you take that, like you hesitate a little bit, the, then the opportunity is gone. So you just have to jump in and take the opportunity when it arises. And maybe it'll, maybe it'll work out for you, maybe not. But if it doesn't, uh, just keep on keep it on, I guess is what you would say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and you know, it, it took a while for me to pull the trigger on moving down there. It, it truly did. I, I was just coming off of um, being in the studio for about a year, like almost all of 2016. I was in the studio recording my EP enough and it was it was a really long process. It was one of those things like we wanted to take our time, which was perfect and I don't regret it, but it was a lot of long days because I would go to the studio in the morning for about, you know, four or five hours and then I would 
leave and directly go to work for about another, you know, six to seven hours. And then I'd go home, start working more on the material so that I could be prepped for the studio the next day. So, I mean, it was, it was like a year of pulling anywhere between 12 to 16 hour days. And so then when 2017 hit, like I, I'd been in a band and, you know, I was actually like a supporting role in this band and some some stuff went down and it was kind of drama and I ended up essentially getting cut from the band because basically the the head of the band he kind of just took off and left everybody in his wake and so then I saw that that advertisement for the retreat and I'm like you know it's it's time for another step it's time to to move on from where I was and I'm the type of person where I'm always looking to better myself I'm I'm always looking to push forward and I had been kind of in a rut you know, I I released the the EP in April of 2017, flew to England because I was on um, a radio station that wanted to actually like debut my EP. And then by the time I came back, I was exhausted. And so maybe about, I don't know, four or so months went by and then I saw that advertisement for the retreat. And that's kind of what helped me pull that trigger and, and just kind of move forward. So... I, I will never regret it. I think it was it was a really good experience to go down and live in Nashville full time for a little while. But I am technically full time in Ohio now, but I still travel to Nashville almost every other month. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I also love Nashville. It's a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. I love how uh, diverse the music scene is down there in so many different ways. Even like yeah. a street over. Is a totally different world. Uh, yeah, it's not just country, and everybody thinks that it's just country yeah. music, and it's it's really not. Yeah, we went down uh, for a production uh, conference at the massive convention center, uh, <clears throat> and we went down and had dinner at BB King's, and yep. so we were sitting in there listening to the jazz all night. It was amazing, totally ridiculously fun. Um, so yeah i love going out to nashville i think it's great i think it's a great city it's not massive not not huge like new york um right but it's just big enough to where it's not a small town exactly yeah it it reminds me a lot of columbus yeah yeah see that yeah, there there are a lot of similarities, and, and like you said, it's it's a big city, but it's not so big that it's daunting, like New York or Boston or something like that. I mean, you can you can find your way around Nashville pretty comfortably. Yeah, I noticed that really easily as well. Um, you don't really get lost in Nashville. You can always look up and figure out where you're at. <laughs> right. <laughs> where in New York, you're surrounded by buildings that all look the same, and yeah, just chaotic. Uh, so getting back on track, <laughs> uh, how long have you actually been in the music business? Um, so going all the way back to, I was 12. So um, 21 years. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. So my... Um, my first band that I was in, we were, uh, it was an all girl group called Grounded. <laughs> and um, we played like 50s and 60s cover tunes and we did three and four part harmony, you know, like girl doo-wop tunes and stuff like that. Um, 
But yeah, I was 12 when we started playing shows for that band. And I mean, technically they say if you get paid for a gig, you're considered a professional. So I guess I've been a professional since 12. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a long time. That's a lot of music. It is. Uh, it's, it's definitely a lot of music. <laughs> what, would you, what would you say in those 21 years has been your biggest achievement or your most proud moment? Oh, um, there's quite a few. Um, and I guess I'd have to categorize them a little bit. Um, when I was in high school, my proudest moment was playing on the stage at Carnegie Hall in New York City with the orchestra that I was in. Um, that was a proud, proud moment. Um, I got to play the timpani solo for uh, Camille Saint-Saëns' Bacchanal, and that it's a pretty big timpani part, so that was that was really cool. Um, and then I I got my uh, my bachelor's degree from Capital University. I graduated in 2010, and that was, you know, for some people maybe that's not such a big deal to get a degree, but I was the first person in my family to go to a four year university and graduate. So. Um, and that was, I mean, even in my, like, not just my immediate family, but also like my extended family and my cousins. I mean, there's, there's 12 of us on my mom's side and I was the first one to get a four-year degree. So it was a pretty proud moment for myself, but also for the rest of my family who is incredibly supportive. Um, but I'd have to say probably my crowning jewel moment overall, even, even after going to England and stuff and getting to play on the radio there, um, one of the songs that I wrote at that retreat in 2017 is called Crazy. And one of the girls that was in the group with us, her name's Danielle, she decided that she was going to cut it. And so she cut the song and it made it to the Billboard Top 100 Country Charts on Canadian Country Radio and Australian Country Radio. And in Canada, it sat at about 35 for like six months. And in Australia, I think it was in the 40s and 50s for about six months so i can say that i have a country chart hit if you will <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> man some great achievements uh congratulations on the success thank um, you but yeah going back to you talking about going to a four-year university i personally hate college hated school <laughs> so i totally understand how um proud of a moment that would be um so yeah don't let anybody tell you that's not a proud moment because <laughs> it's it's just something there's just something about that it's something that people don't really take for granted or people take for granted so often um, yeah so yeah I think it I think that's great um, thank you so yeah I think there's a lot of people like you know it my family I would I would definitely say that we're not dirt poor but we didn't come from a lot so you know, for a lot of families out there that have the means to send their children to college, I think that's wonderful and I'm happy that they get to do it, but not everybody has that opportunity. And I feel very fortunate that I worked hard enough in high school that I got a lot of scholarships, I got a lot of grants, and I was able to, you know, to go to this really nice conservatory. You know, it's Capital Conservatory of Music. It's it's a pretty well-known school in Ohio. And... um so yeah, it was it was a pretty big achievement to to go there and it was probably one of the hardest things I ever did in my life though. It was 
the biggest challenge and there were a lot of personal challenges that that went along the way with that four years of my life but i can always say that i did it and i can always be proud of the fact that you know i do have that <laughs> ridiculously expensive piece of paper hanging on my wall <laughs> yeah i think that's funny too uh College is so expensive, but they just give you a piece of paper for it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk entertainment. We'll return after a quick break. Do you love music? Music news and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan, and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at everypodcastiloveisdead.com. Hope you can join me. Now back to this week's interview. So let's talk music on the move. Sure. Uh, Tell us a little bit more in depth about that. Yeah. So Erin McClendon uh, is the founder and she began music on the move. I think it was in 2019, like the beginning of 2019. It had originated. It, it actually started out as women on fire at the exit Inn, And it was uh, she really wanted to do a, a showcase that was all about female musicians. So female artists with a female backing band. And so it began there at the exit Inn, and it stayed there for quite a long time. We uh, we had to go through a rebrand because we found out that the name was already copywritten. So it turned into music on the move. Well, um, with COVID and, you know, the shutdown and how things kind of got a little weird, it ended up moving to Marathon Music Works in their, uh, their vestibule. And so it was a very stripped down acoustic show, which it had been a full band show at the exit end, but because of COVID restrictions, we had to really pare it down. So it became an acoustic show and still all female backing band, all female artists. And we, we pull in a lot of different genres. So it's not just country, but I mean, it's pop, it's R&B, it's rock. Um, We haven't necessarily done like a whole lot of metal or anything, but there just hasn't been any metal artists really present themselves. So for every showcase that we do, we have a really good blend of, you know, these women that are incredible songwriters, just incredible at their craft. And then all of the women that play in the backing band are, again, incredible musicians and players. They're some of the best players that I've ever had the opportunity to play with. So I I originated as a Hellcat in the backing band. That's what we're called is the Hellcats. And so through playing in, you know, the Hellcats, I met I met Lauren Horrible. I met um Danielle Aslett, I've met Kristen Ford and, you know, all of these amazing players. And so we have this network now of women who are for each other, lifting each other up, 
trying to bolster each other in in a country music city which you know if if ever if everybody knows really what the climate is i mean it's hard for women to get ahead in the country music scene because it's all about how much money can you make and how the radio stations feel that men make more money so they have more listeners and aaron's goal was to kind of <laughs> kind of just like put a platform out there for women in country music and other and other genres to actually be seen and heard and and showcased properly. Um, so there's nobody else in Nashville that is doing what we are doing. Um, so in addition to the showcases, we do the monthly webinar. So uh, for example, uh, next Tuesday at 530 Central Standard Time, 630 uh, Eastern Standard, we have Monica Addington coming on. She's going to do a live webinar on uh, getting fit and getting back into fall. And she's also going to talk a little bit about nutrition on the go. And, you know, that's really important for musicians is, you know, not only should we keep our bodies fit, but we definitely need to make sure that we're fueling it properly. So Monica's going to do that for us. We In the past, we've had Lindsay Kirkendall talk about, you know, how to build your business and make it a six-figure income. And she's incredible. She's got lots of uh, clients all over the place and the woman's knowledge base is just incredible she can help anybody grow their business and uh, let's see we've also we also had Gerard from the underground music collective and he was talking about how to pitch your material I mean we really try to bring a very big educational piece to what we do because there's so many musicians out there who really need that extra leg up they need the extra help because they don't know where to start and so if you come to music on the move it doesn't really matter if you're you know female or male you know a lot of my lesson students are actually male I've predominantly males in my in my studio which is awesome but you know we we have this very big female empowerment component to us because we feel it's important to give all of our female listeners and artists a platform to come and share their music and talk about what it is that they know how to do yeah that sounds great um sounds like some big things are happening down there um it's really sounds amazing actually um thank you <laughs> yeah that's exciting uh what talking about your music again uh what 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 would you classify your music as like in genre wise or feel wise or stuff like that sure it it's kind of hard um i've actually had a few conversations with my friends about this i guess it would be around like roots americana rock so um, or you could even call it whiskey rock, I guess. That would be a good term for it. It's It's got that country component with blues and definitely some rock in there. So I I have a lot of different influences that just run the gamut of, you know, as far as genres are concerned. So I think you can definitely hear a lot of, like, the Civil Wars and my guitar playing. You can hear... Um, Melissa Etheridge and my voice so I've been told which I take as a very high compliment because I love Melissa um, but you know when I was younger I was really into like 60s psychedelic rock and even like 80s and 90s rock you know I'm a big Guns N' Roses fan I love Kiss um, I, I really love Black Sabbath and, um, and Ozzy. I mean, th that was the kind of guitar stuff that I was learning when I was actually taking lessons. So I, I love 
so many different elements of all those pieces, you know, pieces and parts of music. And so when it comes out in my playing and my writing, I mean, I think there's, it's, it's just a mismatch. I'm kind of a mutt really. So I guess that's why the, you know, the roots Americana rock thing kind of, kind of works or even whiskey rock to that effect. That's awesome. I love how you just said kind of a mutt. <laughs> but yeah it's think, the best thing i can yeah, use to describe it <laughs> it's great uh it's a great picture to paint um but i think it's great how you incorporate different types of music into your music um just bringing all that together i think that's huge um i think we should as music people we should branch out into the other places not just stay in our one little box I've said it multiple times on different episodes, but yeah, we should definitely not just stay in our own box. Um, I think it's important to branch out because maybe in the country scene, you'll see something that you want to bring over to the rock scene, um, which would be cool. Um, So you don't really want to stay in your own, stay in your lane. Might as well just drive on the shoulder. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Let's talk about your podcast. Sounds sure. Fun. Tell us a little bit about Paradox Jukebox. Yeah. So our um, our thought behind Paradox Jukebox was that it it would be a really cool place to do interviews with all of the artists that we showcase at City Winery, uh, which is where Music on the Move is now uh, for their monthly showcase. So I, I feature a lot of our artists. I've also got a few industry professionals that I've had come on. I've had Judy Stakey come on so that she could talk about songwriting and her retreats and what she does at them. Um, I've had producer engineer Mark Abrams come on. He's uh, with puremix.com. And if you, if you listeners don't know what about uh, what, sorry, hold on, Rufus, I'm going to slow down. <laughs> if you don't know what Puremix is, it is an online platform for producers and engineers to go and get some training on how to, how to work with your doll. Like if you're in Pro Tools or Logic or whatever have you, they have all of these amazing video tutorials that basically they're Grammy winning uh, professionals who take their recordings, they strip it down and they go, okay, here's how I did this. And then they show you from A to Z how they actually did these recordings. And then it landed on number one and like, you know, whatever chart. So, so yeah, Mark was, was really awesome. And he was a lot of fun to talk to. He's actually the one that engineered my EP. And um, we're thinking about maybe using Vaughn Music Studios again in the future. Uh, Cause Lucky Penny is hopefully going to put out some new music soon. Um, but yeah, so Paradox Jukebox is is just a place to showcase these artists and really give them an opportunity to dive deeper into, you know, what their lives are, how they write their music, who they write their music with, and any kind of tips and tricks that they can leave for the listeners. So the idea is we want this podcast not just to be for musicians, but we also want it to be for the the fans of these artists so that they can have just a deeper look behind the music scene and really come to understand what it is that the artists work through in their day to day and what it's taken for them to get to where they are. That's awesome. Uh, personally, I love listening to, uh, behind the scenes type stuff. I love listening to how stuff is made. Uh, I really enjoy diving into seeing if I can pick out the pieces um, as well. So I think that, I think that's really cool. Um, Thank you. So we'll be sure to check out your, your podcast, Paradox Juice Box. Uh, 
what is what does the future look like for you with paradox jukebox music on the move and, and music like that yeah so what Aaron and I are are working towards right now, we have some online courses that we're about to launch um, so that if, if, you know, virtual lessons aren't really where you want to go, maybe you just kind of want to take a step back and you would do something that's kind of like a precursor to lessons. We have these online courses that we're about to launch. Um, We are in the works right now. We're trying to get a, uh, a network to pick up a potential TV show that is essentially just a televised version of what Aaron does at city winery every month. So it would be just a kind of a talk show slash music show, but more of a music show than anything. So she would have artists come on, we'll play a couple of their songs and then they'll actually do interviews. So it's a, it's a cool kind of mix and mash of what we do on paradox jukebox and what she does you know, at City Winery with all of the the artists. So that's that's hopefully in the works. We're we're working really hard on trying to get everything ready to pitch to a network. Um, and I think eventually, like long term, our goal is to actually have like a a brick and mortar where we would have full on lesson studios. We'd have an education department, a podcasting department, and then you know, eventually, it would be cool if we could actually have it you know, a video studio of some kind, but that's, those are lofty goals. You know, those are, those are the dreams, but I think right now it's, it's more about, you know, making those relationships in Nashville. I mean, we have a, um, we have a really good relationship with the Tennessee Titans and we'll be playing a pregame show for them in October. And that's huge. It's probably going to be the biggest show I've ever played in my life to a stadium. And I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. That'll be awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're all pumped. We Aaron just got us all the set list and so now we're we're practicing and getting that ready to go. So that October is going to be a pretty cool month. So that'll be a that'll be something to to remember for sure. Um but yeah, at the moment I think the the main goal for Music on the Move and Paradox Jukebox is just to to continue to make these connections and relationships and build this network of, you know, really powerful individuals so that we can all just push each other to that next limit. So I think that's, you know, that's where we're at and we're tired, but we're having a great time. We're, we're super, super busy. (laughs) That's great. So, uh, where can our listeners find you guys? How can we listen to your podcast and stuff like that? For sure. Um, so you can check us out at musiconthemovestudios.com. And there's a tab there that is specifically Paradox Jukebox. Uh, or you can find Paradox Jukebox on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Anchor. There's, you know, we're pretty much on every podcasting platform. And uh, you can find me at katiethompsonmusic.com. Uh, it's also Katie Thompson Music on all of my socials, Music on the Move Studios on all of our socials. And um, and if you want to email me directly, if you know if any of your listeners have questions, you can email me at c-a-i-t-i-e at musiconthemovestudios.com. And I'll make sure that you have all these links for your show notes and stuff. Yeah, for sure. We'll put all the links in the description. That way people are available or able to get in contact with you and follow you on your socials. I'll be sure to follow you on all your socials. Um, it's been really great talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, yeah. Really excited to see what you guys have in the works. So, um, yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for having me, Isaac. I really appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. It's it's interesting to be the interviewee instead of the interviewer. I'm not used to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a great conversation. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode. Special thanks to Katie Thompson for coming on the show. Be sure to go check out all her stuff. Links will be in the description below. You can also follow her on our socials. We'll be having a post up for that. You can click on that. Be sure to go check out all of her stuff. I'm really excited for next week's episode. We got another great interview lined up for you guys. You're not going to want to miss it. See you next week. Let's Talk Entertainment is created, produced, and hosted by me, Isaac Ammons. Thanks for joining us. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.